is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Today you're going to hear from my former client, Christy, um, former client, I would say turned internet friend. Uh, Christy and I started working together basically with food first, just kind of like the idea of imperfect eating and getting away from the idea of all or nothing dieting, um, that that thing where you go on a meal plan and then you stop the meal plan because something imperfect in life happens and then you usually binge and then are like, oh my gosh, I need to start a new plan, right? We've all been there. Uh, it doesn't work. That 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 idea that at some point you're going to become this perfect eater, it, it doesn't work. Um, so we started with working on that and then we worked together on becoming a runner and slowly adding in running, not worrying, not worrying what the couch to 5k program said, but slowly adding this in and honestly working on a lot of like the scheduling stuff and the mindset stuff. Um, we think like, oh, I'm just going to do this training plan, but it's like, cool, where in your day, kind of like that, that practical stuff. Like, how are you going to manage this? If you have a job, how are you going to manage this? If you have kids, like, how is this actually going to be a part of your life? Um, and not just the thing that you do for a couple of weeks. So we worked on these things slowly. And then you guys know the mindset piece. That is the piece that weaves everything together and kind of like is the foundation, that that mindset piece. Um, Chrissy lost weight during our time that we were working together, but that wasn't the focus. That was just the byproduct of working on her relationship with food and working on her relationship with exercise and becoming a consistent exerciser, becoming a consistent runner. Um, so again, she lost weight, but that is not our main focus. That is just the thing that happens when you work on your relationship with yourself. So I'm really excited for today's episode. Uh, let's get started. I'm Chrissy. I'm 37, and I have um, my husband, Rick, and my son, Ben. Um, he's two. He's a toddler, and I'm a full-time working mom. I'm a um, medical never, speech pathologist. I had always wanted to lose weight. That was my so, primary focus. I can't say that it – of course, I wanted to feel better, but my primary focus was on hating how I looked, feeling disgusted, and wanting to change it as fast and as quickly as I could, and all of the things that I did to try to change that – never worked for me. So I remember when I found you, it was actually through your podcast. I remember thinking, and I think I even told you like, please just turn off that part of my brain. That's always thinking about food. You know, you get hungry at least three times a day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And every time you're, you know, you're in that mindset of thinking of, I hate my body. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. So it was just a mindset of, I need to change things. I don't know how I better diet but I can't be perfect. So how do I get there? Mm -hmm. And it didn't work for it. That was not working for me. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was probably the only one having that problem because you see people doing these other programs and getting success and they're skinny and you're like, I just can't do it because I'm not perfect. And I never questioned if the program fit my lifestyle or my needs. It was just like, here's a meal plan. Here's a workout, you know, come five days a week, no matter how hard it is, no matter if it's the right workout for you, no matter if it's the right meal plan and just do it. And it wasn't matching the type of workout I like to do my level of fitness. Um, it never included like that. I might like to sometimes eat a brownie or maybe I want to have 
pasta with my chicken or it was just like nope cut it out do these hard workouts go do 20 burpees come back tomorrow aren't you motivated you're not okay well you just might might not want it bad enough that's what it always felt like you know that mantra like if you want it bad enough you're just gonna do it and I'm like I want it but I can't do it so something's wrong with me and I think that's how I felt a lot number one simplified it wasn't that I had to change every part of myself in my life um and you taught me that life's not perfect. That's why dieting doesn't work. I mean, under perfect conditions of never wanting to eat a cookie and always wanting to get up and do, you know, potentially a really hard workout. Yeah, you can lose weight, but you taught me it's, you, you know, my coping mechanism was eating. When things got hard, when life wasn't perfect, the weekend of your meal plan, I ate. And you sort of taught me that you have to learn how to deal with your crap in a way that's not dealing with it by soothing it with food. Because after you've eaten the food to deal with the problem, the problem's still there. So you taught me, as dumb as it sounds, at 37 years old, 36 at the time, um, (laughs) to listen to my body, to listen to myself. And that is the thing that carried me into, you know, nailing and still doing imperfect eating and then running and running. 5Ks, it's because I listen to myself and what I want. And sometimes that's more sleep. Sometimes it's water. Sometimes it's a brownie. Sometimes it's a run. Sometimes it's salad. Um, That's the biggest thing is I listen to myself. So my meal plan isn't what somebody else made for me. And my workout plan isn't what a DVD is telling me to do. It's mine. It's what works for me in my situation, even on the shitty days, even on the good days, um, because I listen to me and what I need, not what somebody else tells me that they think I need. So that's the biggest part. That's what I want to like scream from the rooftops to people is like, it's, you ju- it's just such a freeing feeling. Like I, I, I won't go back to that old way because you can't after you know what your body needs and wants and how to meet it, you, you can't. You know, it's just, this is my life now and it's the best it's ever been. I think it was pretty soon into joining your imperfect eating group. It was around last August. And I remember sitting at the lunch table with my coworkers and somebody bought like an oatmeal cream pie. And in the past, you know, everybody was like, oh, I don't want any more. I don't want any more. And I would have felt either shameful because I had stopped eating Um, because I would have stopped eating it because I I was worried about what other people thought of me, or I would have overeaten and and maybe gotten another one for myself because I was on a sugar binge. And I remember sitting there thinking, oh, I've had enough. And then the next day we went out and we ordered food and I got this like vegetable bowl. And I remember I had told you like, I never would have ordered this in my life. And it was the most delicious thing I ever had, like eating out. It's a treat, right? So I'm just going to go for broke. I'm going to get a hamburger and French fries and a Coke and a milkshake and maybe a cookie on the way out. And those two situations, I was sitting there thinking like, I never would have ordered this and I like this and I like how it makes me feel and I can still eat the oatmeal cream pie and feel fine, but I can still eat the vegetables and not feel like I'm starving myself or restricting myself. Um, and that's when I was like, oh, okay, this feels, this feels really good. <laughs> life, life changing. It felt so hard. Yeah. I think too, cause you're approaching it when you're in a dieting mindset of a place of something's wrong with me. I have to change it. And if I can't change it, it further proves that negative cycle in your head of something's wrong with me. I can't change it. 
you know, and your stance is very much like nothing's wrong with you. Something's wrong with that system. Let's find out what works for you, you know? And I learned how to deal with, it's funny because I've had the most success, um, since working with you during the absolute hardest year of my life. My son has a lot of things going on and I can't even imagine where I would be today if I had still been using food to fix how I felt, you know, like coming home and saying, I deserve that brownie with the ice cream because my son's going through a lot of stuff or I had a long day. And if I had been, if I was still today in February using those same coping tactics during the hardest years, I can't even imagine mentally where I would be right now. And yet I'm a runner because of you. I, my husband has started running. He's six weeks in because of you. My family eats wonderfully healthy, but my son won't also grow up thinking of food as a reward. You know, like he's not going to get in the same patterns and mindsets that I had. Like we've broken that cycle. It's ended with us. You know, he can have things, but you know, food isn't because you're good or bad. Food just is food. I have great coping mechanisms in place for the hard days and great for the days we want to celebrate. So, um, you know, we have pizza night once a week, usually the days I come home late from work, but we have a huge salad with it. So we're still having the same foods we did before, but I feel even better because I'm getting my vegetables with my pizza. Um, I get up at 5 a.m. and I run before work because that's what makes me feel good. And I do that twice a week, every week. I've done it through winter, um, through 20 degree days outside. And I don't do it because I'm punishing myself. I do it because that's what I need as a mom and a wife and as Chrissy to feel mentally just like clear and like I can take on my day. Um, so I don't eat out of shame. I don't have to restrict myself. Um, you know, sometimes I eat and then I'm like, oh, I had too much pasta there because I want to go to bed and it's six o'clock at night. Or sometimes I'll have a piece of cake and I'm like, maybe I could have stopped three or four bites ago um, because nobody's perfect and we all are still learning about ourselves. But those things happen far and few in between. You know, I don't um, refuse food because I feel like, oh, I'm too fat to eat it. And I don't eat a ton of food because I feel like um, I'm trying to soothe things or to cope with things anymore so I'm a mentally and physically healthy person you know everybody that I see at work and outside is like oh my gosh you're you've lost so much weight that's all they can see what have you been doing and it's very hard to explain but I'm like well I'm not dieting and I eat imperfectly obviously there's been a huge change in me mentally and physically so everybody at work now notices like oh you've lost so much weight and everything and it really I I'm down more than two pant sizes I don't weigh myself but um it takes a while for other people notice I wear scrubs they're baggy nobody notices and change happened a long time ago and that's one of the things you instilled in us so early in the imperfect eating group was, yeah, your ultimate goal probably is weight loss. It's also to feel better. It's also to change your habits, how you deal with stuff. But that's going to take some time. Like you didn't promise, oh, you're going to be down three pan sizes in 21 days or in 30 days or anything. And so during those early days when you so desperately want to see a change and you feel like you've changed and you want other people to say like, oh, you look so good. You've lost so much weight that's what got me through. Cause at first that's your life raft. You know what I mean? And then I started, I just stuck with it. I knew that's not the only thing that was 
I wanted to change. And, you know, you taught me that, of course, that's going to happen, but so much more and so much more has. Like, you know, I get up at five in the morning to run before work. I use that as my coping strategy for getting through the day, giving myself mommy time, not getting mom burnout, you know. Um, I eat listening to my body throughout the day. Um, so that means I'm not like cranky because I'm hungry all the time. And it means I'm not having a sugar crash because I've binged on sugar. Um, and I just, you know, you also taught me that it goes so far beyond eating too, because I remember you saying things like, okay, you know, say there's a problem in your life, say that you're having a problem with a coworker and you're like, X doesn't like me. You always said, okay, what proof do I have that that's happening? It can go, you know, into any relationship that you have any problem. It's not just food because we're more than just people that need to like eat and sleep and wake up in the morning. So it affects my interpersonal relationships. I'm not quick to have my feelings hurt or to be emotional because I've been taught, okay, listen to my body validate what I'm feeling and then look at the external and say, what proof do I have that's happening? You know, what proof do I have that I'm fat and lazy? Well, no, I just don't want to do 10 burpees today. I'm not fat and lazy, you know? Um, so it, 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 um, gets into and permeates like every area of your life. When you change how you view food and how you view yourself in relation to food and how you view yourself in relation to movement, it changes your entire life. And I now get it at 37. Like I, I now, I now get it. <laughs> the running I've done through four or five Ks and my goal is to do uh, a 10 K by the end of the year. Um, so I'm working myself up to that and you know, I, I will, they will just come when it comes and I'll just do what I can. Um, with eating, you know, there's no really going back to that old way because how can you stop listening to your body? You know what I mean? Like, once you have this relationship, how could you go back to that? I don't, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how now not to ask myself how I feel and to realize, you know, how things are making me feel like, oh, I overate brownies. I'm going to go do that again and make myself feel like crap again. Well, no, I realized that I just had a hard day at work and I just need to deal with that. Um, it'll, you know, it cascades down into my son and how he views food and that he's not going to see food as reward or punishment in his life, you know, um, and hopefully he'll pass that on to his family. Like we've stopped that cycle completely with our family and hopefully just being healthier overall, my family getting sick even less because we're not eating crap all the time. You know, um, that's a big deal when you have a kid in daycare, you know, you get sick all the time. Well, he's eating healthy things. I'm eating healthy things. Our family's already always eating healthy things and putting healthy food on the table. So, um, it, it's huge. It is. And how I view myself too, you know, the capable person that I know I am, I know I can do hard things. Um, and that doesn't mean doing hard things on day one. It means doing little baby steps to get to that hard thing along the way. I know how to handle that. And that's what my husband has said. You know, he just, he's six weeks into the running program and has had bad knees his whole life has always said, like, I can't, I'm not going to be a runner. Um, and that's it is you break off little bites at a time. You know, I, I did couch to five K's in the past and I can't start on day one running for three minutes. That's why I failed. I'm like, I literally could not run for three minutes as little as that sounds to not a runner. That's a lifetime to run. And you do, you have such a good way of teaching people with food, with, you know, goal setting, with movement is 
you know, just go a little bit outside your comfort zone. And you're so good at teaching that and showing people how other systems that don't have you do that are flawed. It's not you. It's that you could never be expected on day one to do X, Y, or Z. But maybe you could just do this little bit. So that is really what changed it all and got me from never being a runner, always wanting to be, to running four or five Ks and wanting to do a 10K. And sticking with it through the coldest months in Pittsburgh, 20 degree mornings, I'm out there running, love it. I, I hate winter, I hate it. I've always said, why do I live here? And now I, I found out I love running in the winter. Never knew. <laughs> it's because I went a little bit outside my comfort zone, you know, with somebody that knew I could do it and had the faith in me and believed in me that I could do it and then showed me how to do it. And I'm doing it. Um, I just think that people need to know that like, when you sign up with Jacqueline, you're not going to be paying money for other diet plans or anything like that. I mean, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, I'm sure, on exercise programs, you know, special shakes and things. And I didn't realize the problem was is they didn't show me how to handle life when it's imperfect. They didn't show me how to handle days that I come home late and I don't have my you know, perfectly portioned meal plan on the table. Um, they didn't show me how to handle um, the stress of being a mom and, you know, getting very little sleep. They didn't show me how to handle um, just when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> and, um, you know, you do. And, you know, you give people a very realistic and easy way to learn for the first time how to listen to their bodies, how to imperfectly eat, and how to do it in a way that they can continue to do it for the rest of their lives. And I keep telling you, I will shout from the rooftops that you are so, I'm you're so near and dear to my heart <laughs> because you have absolutely, I mean, changed my life as an understatement, my family's life, my life, but you know, the gift that you give people is worth a billion dollars, honestly. <laughs> so you're such a blessing. And, and I, I hope everybody Everybody hears this and everybody can give, you know, working with you a chance. It's just to change my life. And I'm so grateful. Don't forget to book your call to talk a little bit more about what the morning crew is and how it can help you learn to eat some of the pizza without eating all the pizza. Learn it to be a consistent exerciser, whether that is learning to run or just learning to lift or just learning to walk consistently, move in your body and actually enjoy movement. I talk about movement for mental health, moving our body so we actually feel good. The Morning Crew is going to help you live the life that you want to live and yes, get to the external, the aesthetic results that you want, but being that person on the journey. The link is in the bio to book a call. Do not wait. We get started July 6th. This will, this program will not be back until the fall. Um, link in the bio. Talk to you soon. Take care.